On today's Smart 7, Wish He Gets an F on his progress report, violence continues in Janine and lots more. It's Wednesday the 5th of July, it's National Bikini Day and happy birthday Joe Lysett. The Smart 7, it's news but not the news. Tuesday marks six months since Prime Minister Rishi Sunak set out his five pledges for 2023 and his midterm report doesn't look great. He's failed to halve inflation, it's still at 8.7%, the economy hasn't grown, debt's at its highest level in 60 years, NHS waiting lists are at record levels and his Stop the Small Boats plan ran aground in the Court of Appeal. Tory MP Laura Farris says Rishi's going to be held to account if he doesn't hold up his end of the bargain. People do think of Rishi as exceptionally economically competent. And so he set himself those targets and he's prepared to be judged by them. Uh, If they haven't been met, yes, he'll be judged for that. Meanwhile, Tuesday saw average mortgage rates for a five-year fixed deal rise above 6%, their highest since last year's disastrous mini-budget. Labour MP Preet Corgill says Rishi's out of touch and needs to introduce mortgage measures to counter soaring interest rates. You do need mandatory measures. That's exactly what the public is looking for. They're looking for a Prime Minister, understand, what they are going through and is prepared to go and ask lenders to do the right thing and provide them with the support that they actually need right now. That wasn't the end of Rishi's Tuesday either. He also got grilled by the liaison committee over missing the Partygate vote and his plan to miss the next two Prime Minister's question times. Oh, and Labour's Chris Bryany caught him out over the privileges report and, well, it sounds like he's not doing his homework. Uh, I haven't actually gone through the report yet, so... You haven't read the report... Yes, I've read the findings report. I haven't read the report from cover to cover, no. But it's I have read the three findings. pages long. One in five doctors living with long COVID in the UK have been forced to stop working or cut back their hours. That's according to reports released by the British Medical Association on Tuesday. It's the latest in a series of blows for the NHS, which celebrates its 75th anniversary on Wednesday. And while former Health Secretary Sajid Javid calls for a royal commission into the NHS, ex-Tory leader William Hague says it'll take more than restructuring to improve the health of Britons. I think healthcare in this country is unsustainable in its current form, but not necessarily the National Health Service. If we had much more effective policies to tackle obesity and diabetes... Uh, well, then it might be sustainable in the health service. It comes days after the government announced a new plan to recruit more staff into the NHS, even as junior doctors and senior consultants prepare for further strike action this month over pay and conditions. Former RCN President Dayman Marie Rafferty says NHS staff are some of the most overworked in the continent. Certainly our research has demonstrated that compared to our European peer countries and nurse staffing, we are, we are behind, we're in the lowest quartile staffing numbers with some of the most burnt out staff in Europe. Tuesday saw confirmation that NATO chief Jens Stoltenberg will remain in charge for at least another year. The former Norwegian Prime Minister has held the position since 2014 and has had his contract extended three times amidst the war on Ukraine. Meanwhile, Russian President Putin attended the virtual SEO summit on Tuesday and he sent out a clear message of defiance to the West in his address. Unprecedented in scale, illegitimate anti-Russian sanctions are being used. And I would like to emphasize that Russia confidently opposes the external pressure of sanctions and provocations. There's growing concern that Russia's planning a false flag attack at the Zaporizhia nuclear plant, with Ukrainian intelligence claiming that explosives have been placed on two reactors and Russian troops appearing to withdraw from the area. 
President Zelensky released a video message late on Tuesday night saying it was clear Russia was putting the nuclear power plant in danger. Perhaps to simulate an attack on the plant. Perhaps they have some other scenario. But in any case, the world sees, can't but see, that the only source of danger to the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant is Russia and no one else. Thousands of people were evacuated from a refugee camp in Janine on Tuesday as the largest Israeli military operation on the occupied West Bank in two decades stretched into its second day. And there's growing fears that the violence will spread after nine people were injured in a car ramming and knife attack in Tel Aviv on Tuesday. Twelve Palestinians and one Israeli soldier were killed in the military operation and dozens more were injured in the violence that began on Monday. As tensions grow, UK PM Rishi Sunak says he opposes Israeli settlement expansion plans. No, we've consistently engaged with Israel and we've repeatedly made clear to Israel that we oppose any settlement expansion and we've asked the Israeli government to halt and reverse its policy. Still to come on the Smart 7, Andy Murray sets the ball rolling at Wimbledon and Nick Cave talks Kylie Minogue right after this. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back. The rain wreaked havoc on the second day of Wimbledon on Tuesday. 69 matches were suspended due to the conditions, with all action on the outside courts called off. Meanwhile, in his 15th appearance, Andy Murray maintained his impressive unbeaten record in the tournament's first round, beating British wildcard Ryan Penniston 6-3-6-love-6-1 to progress to Thursday's round two. Speaking after the match, Andy shared a sweet moment with tennis legend Roger Federer, who was looking on from the Royal Box. Yeah, it's amazing to have yeah, Roger here supporting the, the event. Last time I was on this court and he was watching was during the Olympics and he sat in Stan Wawrinka's box and was supporting <laughs> against me. So it was nice to see a couple of claps today after some good shots. Louis Theroux's back with another podcast episode. This time he's been talking to Nick Cave and the pair delved right into his legendary performance on Top of the Pops with Australian pop icon Kylie Minogue. Their duet, Where the Wild Roses Grow, became an unlikely hit, but it turns out Kylie's management weren't too keen on the collaboration initially. We were a bunch of dark, drug-addicted monstrosities all Mm -hmm. sort of scowling in the studio. But she was determined to do that and she was this extraordinary presence came in and just sang the song really beautifully. Yeah. She sort of radiates a lightness of spirit. Let's get ready to rumble. 30 years after it first hit the airwaves, Biker Grove is back. Set in a youth club in the biker area of Newcastle, the children's series ran for nearly 20 years and shot many of its stars, including presenting duo Anton Deck to fame. And now it'll be getting a brand new look in a reboot, which sees Anton Deck, or should we say PJ and Duncan, step in as executive producers. The duo announced its grand return on Tuesday. No spoogie, you cannot play. The very exciting news is that 17 years after it closed its doors for the final time, Biker Grove is opening them up again. Yes! We've teamed up with the clever telly people at Full World 73 to work on a reboot of the 90s TV classic, bringing it back for a whole new audience, as well as those of us who are old enough to remember it so fondly. 
You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.